you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Stardom Sidem Show. It is week eight. Joined by Michael F. Florio. And out there in the ether, the specialists. It's the cast of dozens that help us put on these shows each and every day. We are past the halfway point of the fantasy regular season. So uh, how are we feeling right now about the starts and sits this week? Uh, I'm feeling great about the starts and sits. I'm feeling great about Kadarius Tony being a chief. Uh, everything is coming <laughs> up good today. I mean, literally when I saw the news that Kadarius Tony had been traded from the New York Giants to the Kansas City Chiefs, you were the first person I thought about. I didn't think about what it means for Juju or Patrick Mahomes or Wondell Robinson. I thought, what does this mean for Michael F. Florio? So that tells me all I need to know about, about how you feel about Kadarius Toney. Uh, we probably won't get into that on this show, but I'm going to make a, uh, a wager that we will see that and talk about it probably a little bit on NFL Fantasy Live, so you should be sure to check that out uh, coming up later on Thursday. Plenty to talk about on this show, of course. We will have the starts and sits for week eight. We'll have some players that deserve more hype. And we'll have week eight's biggest question marks. Some guys that we're not quite sure about. And we'll give you our feelings about them. But 
Let's start with the quarterbacks, as we always do as we go through Michael F. Florio's starts and sits. By the way, you can see all of them online at NFL.com slash start sit. But take us through your quarterbacks for this week, please. Tua Tungavailoa in a great matchup against the Lions. Kirk Cousins in another great matchup against the Cardinals. Danny Dimes, who's been playing really good ball in a good matchup against Seattle. And someone I know you like this week as well, Marcus, Derek Carr against the Saints. And then my sits, Justin Fields, just because... It's a tough matchup. If he plays well in this game, you could start him with confidence. Uh, Aaron Rodgers against the Bills, Trevor Lawrence against the Broncos, and sadly, Jimmy G against the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, the Rams have been tough, but Aaron Rodgers on the sit side, just not something you, you see a whole lot. But let's start with Kirk Cousins, who, you know, he's, he's Kirk Cousins, right? Everybody says, like, what do you do with Kirk Cousins? I'm like, he's been Kirk Cousins, which means in good matchups, he's fine. In bad matchups, he's, you know, not maybe so fine. This one feels like a good matchup against Arizona. Yeah, it, it is. They have allowed the sixth most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this year, just under 20. Just last week alone, we saw Andy Dalton carve them up for 360 yards and four scores. And the thing is, the Vikings have a good offense on their own when if they decide to you know, utilize their key pieces. And if that's the case, then they put up points, which means their opposing offense that they are playing has to put up points as well. And Cousins has averaged over 16 fantasy points per game this year. I know that's not like great for a quarterback, but when we're talking about quarterbacks this year, you could do worse. You could absolutely do worse. I think that's that's the motto for for 2022 fantasy season. <laughs> you could do worse. Uh, speaking of doing worse, Aaron Rodgers, that is doing worse so far this season. He is barely a top 15 quarterback at the moment. The Packers offense is a shambles. He's trying to make the best of it with platitudes, but uh, positive thinking and spiritual awakenings probably aren't enough to beat the Buffalo Bills defense. <laughs> so we're, we have Aaron Rodgers as a sit. Yeah, I, I'm concerned about Aaron Rodgers, both for this week and moving forward. Like on the year, the deep ball just hasn't been there in this offense. His placement on balls hasn't been what it was. His completion percentage is lower than it's been. His air yards per throw are lower than it's been. And then it's just a tough matchup. Like, uh, the Bills have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. Rodgers himself hasn't scored 17 in a game. I know the MVP normally is a guy that we, we didn't consider having to sit, but right now I can't think of many reasons to start him. I mean, we came into the year thinking, hey, look, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's the Packers. They'll figure it out. They'll be fine. And through seven weeks, I think we're looking around and we're like, it's not going to be fine, and I don't know how they figure this thing out anytime soon. Let's turn to the wide receiver list. Your starts and sits for week eight. Who you got? Amari Cooper is just a player I think is in play each and every week. Devonta Smith in a really good matchup against the Steelers. I'm still trusting Michael Pittman Jr. despite uh, the quarterback change. He's just in a good matchup. And then Brandon Cooks has a really good matchup as well. As for the sits, Cortland Sutton, who just has been struggling. Paris Campbell because of the quarterback change. Romeo Dobbs, who again, just that Packers offense hasn't been what we thought. And then Michael Gallup. I think you sit him until he shows us that he is healthy. So Gabe Davis has been pretty much everything we've wanted him to be. I mean, you know, there was definitely a lot of debate about him on fantasy Twitter before the season started. But that Bills offense is humming, and look, the Packer defense is okay, I guess. But this, it, I think we're at the point where we pretty much start all your Bills, but Gabe Davis, I think, is, is a pretty good start this week. You agree? 
Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, we saw him a couple weeks ago with three catches put up a Randy Moss-type number, and right now he leads the NFL in yards per uh, catch. He is third in air yards per target, so huge opportunity for him to gain points in chunks. And the Packers haven't really been tested downfield much this year, but when they have been, uh, they have struggled. They're in the top 10 right now in passing yards per attempt on deep balls this year. So I think Gabe Davis, especially with with Jair Alexander, likely to see a lot of Stephon Diggs. I think that just opens up the way for Gabe Davis, who's been really good all year outside of a couple of weird weather games when he was coming off of an ankle injury. So I agree with you. I think he's a player you start each and every week. Yeah, the, the Bills are a massive favorite in this game against Green Bay. And when they do that, they tend to score a lot of points and they tend to throw the ball a lot. The Eagles still undefeated. They've got an in-state rival this week with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who defensively have been had in any number of ways so far this year. And the two good wide receivers there in Philly with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I think you can't go wrong with either one, but please make the case for Devontae Smith, if you will. Yeah, Devontae Smith has been playing really good ball as of late. And what I like is that he is the field stretcher opposite of A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is more in the short to intermediate area. So Devonta Smith always has opportunities to put up a lot of points, even on limited volume. But he has seen 11 or more targets in two of his last four games. Uh, he scored over 15 fantasy points in four of his last five. And this is a great matchup as the Steelers have allowed the second most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. And I think they're going to really what teams do against Philly is they load up front, try to stop the run. And that just creates opportunity for Devonta Smith to beat them downfield. Yeah, I, I, I really do like both of these guys. If you've got them, they absolutely should be in your lineup against a Steelers defense that has had plenty of issues so far this year. Let's get to this week's edition of How We Feeling. We're going to blast through a number of guys and give you our thoughts on, well, what we expect, how we are feeling about them in Week 8. So let's start, Florio, with Dak Prescott going against the Chicago Bears. He was just sort of meh last week against the Lions. Tough matchup for him this week. How are you feeling? Uh, yeah, he was meh last week because the running game did it all and they were able to run all over the Lions. I have similar concerns this week against the Bears, who are really stout against the pass but struggle against the run. I think Dak is still a QB1 moving forward, but the upside might be a little bit lower than we had thought in the past just because the defense is playing so well that in second half of games, the Cowboys tend to just be able to run the ball. That's pretty much what happened last week, and I think this week they're going to run it a lot too. And We'll see what happens with Zeke Elliott. I know it's trending in the wrong direction, but still could be a big game for Tony Pollard. Jonathan Taylor against the Washington Commanders. I know it hasn't been great for Taylor this year, and the offensive line has not been spectacular in Indianapolis, but I think volume is going to win the day. The matchup is pretty good as well. I just think volume sort of wins the day here in this situation after the debacle that was starting Matt Ryan. Now they're turning to Sam Ellinger. I can't imagine they're going to have him throw the football a lot. I feel like Frank Reich is going to say, let's run it. That is our bread and butter. And so I think Jonathan Taylor will have a decent game just because I think he's going to get the ball in his hands a lot. Alvin Kamara has been frustrating for a lot of fantasy managers. He gets the Las Vegas Raiders this week. How are you feeling about him? I think I'd be looking to sell high on Alvin Kamara right now. He still doesn't have a touchdown on the year. We have to worry about Taysom and others there vulturing those away. But he has been seeing at least nine targets in two straight games because those have been with Andy Dalton. Jameis Winston doesn't dump the ball off like that. I, I think Kamara is now an RB2 for fantasy purposes, but his name still makes a lot of people think RB1. So if you could sell him for an RB1 price, I would I would be fine doing so right now. 
I saw a meme of him. It says when Alvin Kamara, when the Saints are in the red zone, it's just a picture of a guy in a football jersey sitting in the second row or the second deck uh, of a stadium because that's kind of what it is. Michael Carter, <laughs> who is now the lead back there in New York after the injury to Brees Hall, he gets the Patriots this week. And this is another one where I think volume is going to be sort of key. The Patriots have been fairly tough against the run. I know that you know David Montgomery had a decent game. Khalil Herbert had a couple of nice runs. But on the whole, the Patriots not giving up a lot on the ground. But Carter could make up for that with targets out of the backfield. I think we're going to see a little bit of time before James Robinson gets fully up to speed in that New York offense. So I expect a lot of Carter this week. So I like him sort of as a low-end RB2 just because, again, I think the volume is going to be there. Devin Singletary against the Packers. And Singletary has been hard to figure this year. How do you feel about him this week? I think for this week, he's like a low-end RB2, maybe a flex option. Uh, He has just two games all year with double-digit carries. The targets have really been keeping him afloat. But for the rest of the year, I I have concerns about him because the Bills were apparently, you know, speaking of the Jags about James Robinson, they're linked to Kareem Hunt. It seems like they want to upgrade that RB position. But for now, I think he's a weekly flex guy until unless they bring someone else in. Again, with the Bills expected to score a lot of points this week, he could still be in play. Debo Samuel has really feasted against the Rams in his career. I know he's dealing with a little bit of a hamstring issue. That's going to be something to monitor over the next couple of days as we get toward Sunday. But just the history of how he's used and how he has performed against this Rams defense means I feel okay about him. And even with Christian McCaffrey there, I don't think that impacts the touches that Debo is going to get. Maybe he gets a few less carries. Those turn into a few extra targets, but I'm totally okay with Debo. As long as he's playing for the 49ers, he's playing for you. Deontay Johnson has been, well, just mid so far this year. He's not awful, hasn't been great. How do you feel about him against the Eagles? Kind of mid. Like, I, I, it's a very annoying trend right now with Deontay Johnson, where at the end of each game, you're like, wow, he has a ton of targets, a ton of air yards, and not a ton of fantasy production. Because of that, I think he's like a wide receiver three or flex guy. And I know people are frustrated with him, but I don't think you could trade him right now because you're going to be selling for like pennies on the dollar. And given the volume that he sees, his upside is still higher than, than what we've gotten so far. Only thing you can hope is that uh, maybe the name value gets you something back in return. Yeah. Finally, there's Tyler Lockett going against the New York Giants. And I will admit, I'm a little bit worried about him. The Giants defense has been pretty good so far this year. And with no DK Metcalf, you just wonder if that means extra attention is going to be paid to Tyler Lockett. Kenneth Walker has run the football effectively. Wouldn't be surprised if you see the Seahawks sort of lean on that this week. I don't know that you can sit Lockett because he is still the main option in the passing game there, but I just worry that the number might not be too too particularly great uh, if you're actually starting him. Some big Thanksgiving news. The Jonas Brothers tweeted out that they'll be playing the Red Kettle Kickoff Halftime Show for the Giants-Cowboys Thanksgiving game on November 24th. Game kicks off at 3.30 p.m. Central. That's 4.30 p.m. Eastern and 1.30 p.m. Pacific. I'm just covering all the bases. I look like it's 2.30 Mountain, too. We'll just get everybody involved. Be sure to watch (laughs) Kevin, Joe, and Nick perform live during the game. Let's talk some start-sit tight ends for the week. Who you got? TJ Hawkinson is in play in a good matchup. So is Evan Ingram. Even though the matchup isn't the best, the volume has been safe. Jawan Johnson, uh, once again, in play. And Irv Smith Jr., just because we like to pick on the Cardinals with tight ends. And then the sits. 
Sadly, Kyle Pitts is a sit this week. So is Dawson Knox, Robert Tunyon, and Tyler Conklin. Just some tight ends that I don't think you could really trust right now. Yeah, it's high. Kyle Pitts, man. We'll we'll get to that in just a second. Let's let's go back to Jawan Johnson though, because last week you and I both liked him as a sleeper. He scored two touchdowns against the Arizona Cardinals this week. Another really favorable matchup. I'm not gonna say it. He's gonna score two touchdowns, but the the, the Raiders. We, we talk about picking on the Cardinals with tight ends. Feels like we can also pick on the Raiders with tight ends. Yeah, it, it's once again another favorable matchup for Jawan Johnson. The Raiders have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends this year, and that includes the second most, uh, I'm sorry, tied for the most touchdowns with the Arizona Cardinals, who Johnson just scored twice against last week. And I know some people think that like he kind of came out of nowhere last week, but that's not the case. The week before, he saw six targets. He scored over eight fantasy points. He's played over 75% of the snaps now in two straight games. He's just being more utilized as the Saints are very banged up at wide receivers. So he has another chance to be their second target behind Chris Olave once again. Yeah, they, I, they keep saying that you know Taysom Hill, he's not a tight end. He's a tight end sort of in designation only, but Jawan Johnson is actually the number one tight end on yeah. this team. Kyle Pitts, we're, we're doing this again. I, it's not his fault. I know it's not his fault, but right now you just – you can't make a really solid case to start Kyle Pitts until the Falcons decide they want to throw the football, right? Yeah, I know the case has been like he has a lot of upside, but he can't show that upside if he's not getting any targets. And earlier this season when they were in competitive games, it was like, all right, we understand why they're not throwing. But last week was all the indication we needed. They they were trailing for all but two minutes of that game. For most of it, it was down two, three touchdowns. And yet, they threw the ball 13 times and completed eight passes. He had a target from the one-yard line that was too short to get in the goal line. Like, the way they are using him is just awful right now. I don't want to trust Arthur Smith. I don't want to trust Marcus Mariota. He's too good to drop, but I would use Jawan Johnson over him this week. I would use Irv Smith Jr. over him this week because there's just not enough volume or floor right now for Kyle Pitts. But I promise you that next year, if they have a different quarterback situation, I'm going to be all back in. I'm going to be right back in with Kyle Pitts in 2023. Let's talk about some of the guys we think deserve a little bit more hype and are must-starts this week. Florio, the floor is yours. Jalen Waddell, who has been playing really great football, even like last week, he only had the five targets, but he caught four of them for 88 yards. It's good for 22 yards a catch. And that's the thing. This passing attack is so funneled that it's going to go to Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddell. And even on the games where Waddell doesn't have a bunch of targets, he tends to put up good numbers because he's so explosive and defenses tend to focus on Tyreek Hill. I actually saw something that he has more yards in games that have been finished by two Tongue of Iloa than Tyreek Hill does this year. We all know Tyreek Hill is a must start, but Waddle is as well, I think, uh, especially in matchups like this against the Detroit Lions. It's nice to know that both those guys, though, are in play every single week. Joe Mixon very much in play this week for the Cincinnati Bengals, and I know it hasn't been great. He's just barely a an RB1, just kind of hanging around the fringes of the top 12, but this matchup is about as good as you could imagine. The Browns have been victimized by running backs pretty much all season long. I like Mixon to get a lot of touches and hopefully finds his way into the end zone at least once. Let's, let's be generous. Let's give him twice. Who knows? But uh, I do like Mixon very much. Hey, plus, you know, he plays for an orange and black team. They're playing on Halloween. Everything is lining up for Joe Mixon to have a big, yep, ring the bell. It's lining up for Joe Mixon to have a big week. Who else are you looking at this week? 
Ramondre Stevenson, because it is still Steven Seasonson right now. Damian Harris returned last week, and it didn't matter. Stevenson played 77% of the snaps, had 11 of 14 carries, and 8 targets. He remains in play each week. Maybe Harris was just limited, and he'll continue to get more and more work as as he progresses. But I still think Stevenson, at worst, is going to get a split of the ground share, and he is the passing downs back there. So I think he is in play as an RB2 with an RB1 ceiling each week. I will wrap this up with DJ Moore, who is back in our lives, and we are glad to see it. Maybe some of it is just because who else are they going to throw the football to with no Christian McCaffrey and no Robbie Anderson. I don't care. I will take it. He's got a great matchup against the Atlanta Falcons this week. I like the fact that P.J. Walker is more willing to push the ball downfield than what we saw from Baker Mayfield earlier in the season, and I wouldn't be surprised if Walker just holds on to this job for the remainder of 2022. But either way, DJ Moore, who we expected big things from probably not going to get what we wanted when we drafted him but it's going to be better I believe than it has been so far this year time to take a quick break but hang around we'll be right back you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Start sit running backs for week eight. Florio, take us through your list, please. Christian McCaffrey is in play because Christian McCaffrey is always in play. Tony Pollard would have expected not to see Zeke Elliott. I liked Pollard more before that, but he's 100% in play now. Raheem Mostert in a great matchup. And then Deontay Foreman, I think you go back to more for more this week in a good matchup. David Montgomery is a sit for me. So is A.J. Dillon, who's just been untrustworthy. Melgo, Melvin Gordon, and Daryl Henderson. A bunch of backs that we thought would be useful a couple weeks ago and just haven't lived up to it. I'm ignoring what you called Melvin Gordon. We're just going to move on to uh, Raheem Mostert, <laughs> who has completely taken over the Miami Dolphins' backfield. And, I mean, look, this feels simple, Florio. He's taken over all the opportunities, and he's playing the Lions. How much easier can it get? That, that's pretty much it. I know we have 90 seconds to talk about him, but, yeah, he's <laughs> he's playing all the snaps, and, and he played 71% of the snaps last week, 16 carries, and what I love, five targets uh, as he went for over 100 yards and a touchdown. Like we said, he's fully taken over this backfield. He just knows his Mike McDaniel system. And then on the year, the Lions have allowed the third most fantasy points to running backs. We just saw them get torched last week by Pollard and Zeke. This is a week that you, I think, should 100% be starting Raheem Mostert. Yeah, it's getting easier and easier to start him every week, at least as an RB2. David Montgomery, I didn't really love him last week uh, against New England. He scored a touchdown, which made it a pretty decent day. Otherwise, it would have been pretty not great. Another tough defense this week, though, against the Dallas Cowboys. And it looks like another scary opportunity for David Montgomery. Yeah, he's not a must-sit, but I would get away from him if you're able to. Last week, he had 56% of the snaps, 15 carries, no targets. Khalil Herbert, had uh, he's splitting the carries, and then he was the back getting the targets. So that takes valuable opportunities away from Montgomery. And then Justin Fields rushing even more than, than we are accustomed to seeing. He had the red zone touchdown. That takes away from David Montgomery. And then, like you said, Marcus, he had the touchdown to salvage his day. If not, we're looking at single-digit fantasy points, which I think is the new floor for him. And this week, I don't know if he gets that touchdown to salvage his day. The Cowboys have allowed the second-fewest fantasy points to running backs and just two touchdowns to the position all year. So if you don't get that touchdown, you could be looking at single digits. Yeah, it just is not a good situation. I don't know that you can sit him because I've got him in a couple of leagues and I don't know that I have better options, but I'm not excited about what could be this week for David Montgomery. All right, time to put on your Jabo jeans, pull out your fresh pair of J's, get yourself all Axe body sprayed up because we're going to Club Dub! Time to talk about the guys who we guarantee are going to score 25 fantasy points this week. And for your guy, I mean, I don't know that this could be... 
you know how I feel about low-hanging fruit. It's delicious. It tastes just as good as the stuff at the top of the tree. You don't have to reach as hard. This is about as low-hanging as you can get. <laughs> it really is. Derek Henry against the Houston Texans. That's who's going to Club Dub right now. It's the. It's like Marcus said. It's an easy, low-hanging call, but it's going to come through for you. In his last three games against the Houston Texans, Derrick Henry is averaging 37 fantasy points per game. 37. He scored seven touchdowns in those three games. And this year, they haven't even played Derrick Henry yet. The Texans have allowed the most production to running backs, including allowing a top two fantasy running back in four of the six weeks that they have played a game. It's as low hanging as it gets, but I think it's a slam dunk. I would definitely, uh, in daily, you're obviously using him in seasonal, but even in daily, I would pay up for Derrick Henry. Absolutely a slam dunk to get Derrick Henry in there. He's not only going to get into Club Dub, he'll be behind the bar just pouring his own drinks uh, at some point. <laughs> He's Rick James. I'm going to go with A.J. Brown against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you heard Florio talk about Devonta Smith earlier. Oh, wait, I gotta, what am I doing? I forgot the money guns. That's the whole point of this thing is to shoot money guns in the air. Yeah, you heard Florio talking about Devonta Smith earlier in the show and his opportunity against the Steelers. I think the same thing applies to A.J. Brown. Maybe they take some shots down the field, but we know how good he is after the catch in making tacklers miss and breaking tackles. I think he finds his way into the end zone. I expect this to be a big offensive game for the Philadelphia Eagles, and A.J. Brown very much going to be a part of it. I like him to be in club dub Partying it up this weekend for your fantasy roster. Speaking of your fantasy roster, if you want help, we got plenty of it for you. Just subscribe to any of our shows, whether it's this show, whether it's the Fantasy Q&A show, or the NFL Fantasy Football show. You subscribe to one, you get them all in your podcast feed during the week. Of course, you can always catch them on the NFL Fantasy app, on the NFL Fast channels, and at YouTube.com slash NFL Fantasy Football. In the meantime, that'll wrap things up for this edition of the Stardom Sit'em Show. May all your starts and sits be the right ones. Enjoy weekend, everybody. For Florio and Marcus, we'll talk to you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 
2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.